0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Steward Zone. I am your host, Felicia. So on today's episode, let's talk about some, um, let's get into it, uh, NFL Hall of Fame inductees. I haven't had a chance to talk about that yet. So uh, congratulations are in order for the Baltimore Ravens' very own two-time NFL champion, Super Bowl champion Ray Lewis. Congratulations on a great career and a well-deserved Hall of Fame induction. Uh, Brian Dawkins will get a, his nod into the Hall of Fame. And this, the next guy is Randy Moss. And I think he's one of the top five receivers on my list. And uh, I should have won that ring that one year with the um, Patriots, but they couldn't get it done. And, uh, Great, great numbers and uh, just a all-around great guy. I saw them the, uh, online where they were showing that him um, getting the nod and them coming to tell him, and he just broke down and crying and stuff. And I was like, man, that's well-deserved. Guy played a long time in the league, and uh, he was just a great receiver. He pulled off a lot of um, catches in his uh, career, and uh, I was really happy that he got the nod into the Hall of Fame. And then another Hall of Fame induction is uh, Tara Owens, who had the numbers and should have got the nod already. And uh, I was finally glad that they got him into the Hall of Fame. It was well-deserved because his numbers are pretty much match Randy Moss. And, uh, but I was really glad that both those guys got into the Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Very well-deserved. The next guy was a guy that... Uh, my Lions had to pay, had a lot of hard times with, because Brian Urlacher was a linebacker for the Chicago Bears, and he had a great, great career with the Bears, and he well-deserved to get into the Hall of Fame induction. So Matt Patricia is now the head coach of the Detroit Lions, and we'll see how that pans out this uh, season coming up. And uh, hopefully the Lions can take the next step and get to the playoffs and win the playoff game. And they got um, Matthew Stafford, who they paid all that money to. I would like to see him get in the playoffs and do some things. And it's time. It's been a long time and we haven't done much. And we definitely got to fix this run game because that is the main problem to me, of not being able to get the offense flowing because we can't run the ball. So as soon as we can fix that, I think we'll be okay. I didn't think the defense did too bad. But if you keep them out there the whole game, what do you want them to keep doing? Because they're out there too long, and then they just start making mistakes toward the end because they've been out so long, they're tired. So hopefully we can fix those things and uh, get to the playoffs and keep it rolling. So an interesting story um, this week in the league was that uh, Josh McDaniels, who is the offensive coordinator of the uh, New England Patriots, was offered the job and accepted the job as a head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. But then he had a sit-down with Bill Belichick and the Kraft brothers and changed his mind. So after they announced it and everything, he comes back and says – basically, that he didn't want to take the job. I just thought this was crazy as heck for him to do because if you didn't have in writing that you are the official next head coach of the New England Patriots, why would you turn down a head coaching job? People in the future will look at this. I mean, other executives and... uh Owners of the other teams are gonna look at this and be like, Nah, don't even call this dude. He's his word. His word is not bond. He accepted a job and then he threw it in their face to be like, whatever, because he want to stay with New England. But if they didn't offer you the head coaching job and put that in writing that you are the next head coach after Bill Belichick. For the New England Patriots, why would you turn down a head coaching job? Isn't that the whole point of most coaches wants to, why'd you go interview if you were going to turn the job down? It's just crazy to me. And I just think there was a bad look and I think he ruined his reputation and I don't think he'll get a head coaching job anywhere else outside of New England. And who knows if they'll even hire him as the next head coach. So just a bad move and uh, just not a good look for this guy at all. So let's talk about some NBA. So I got a question, and this has really been on me. NBA All-Stars. What do you define as an NBA All-Star? Because I have a hard time with the NBA, letting four people from one team in the All-Star game. Also, a person that like Draymond Green should not be an NBA All-Star. I hate it. I hate it. Al Horford having like eleven points. That's not an all-star. Like, how do you how do you say that's an NBA All Star? Like, what is an NBA All Star at this point in the league? It used to be the best players in the league, the top players in the league were NBA All Stars, and now it's like, oh, were their team doing good? Oh, were the? Nah, it ain't just about that. Like, what numbers are you putting up? Eleven points is an NBA All Star, really? That's what we're doing now. Like, I, I don't know. Oh, what well, Draymond's so important to his team? Okay but he's not an NBA all-star. It doesn't say that you're an NBA all-star. Who's having an outstanding season? Who's putting up the numbers day in and day out? I'm not, I'm not saying the scoring is everything, but to be an all-star, that's like you, you're you a top dude. You're one of the top dudes on the team, top dudes in the league. And some of these guys, it's like, what? That's, an, that's not an NBA all-star. It's not, not NBA all-star numbers or anything like that. And scoring is a big part of an NBA all-star because – if you were a scorer, you a big part of what that team is doing because when you go, they gonna lose. So I have a hard time with the way the NBA All Star game is and who's in it and all this stuff and they're trying to change it this year to do team lebron team curry and then they picking their teams out of all the people that got chosen and stuff like that but it's just like the nba gotta change something because this four all-stars for golden state bs is getting on my last nerves i hope that some i hope clay thompson leaves that team and go be like one of the top dudes in the league like James Harden, true enough, he got traded from OKC, but like now he's like one of the main guys in the league. KD left Westbrook. Westbrook was like, OK, that's cool. I'm about to bust you in your mouth. I'm coming for you. And he's became the MVP of the league in one season. Like Clay Thompson to me could be one of the top players in the league if he was given the opportunity to be the go to guy. Like you barely hear Clay's name anymore since Katie joined the team. It's more about Katie and Steph. You don't even hear Steph's name like you used to before Katie joined that team. That's Katie's team now. Like, we went from the Splash Brothers representing the Warriors to Katie's team, Katie and the Warriors. Like, how crazy is that? I hate that whole decision. I get it that he gets the opportunity to go wherever he wants to go. But to join that team that was already so stacked, had already won a championship, beat LeBron. Yeah, he was with Kyrie without Kyrie and uh Kevin Love that year, but they beat him and then they lost. But they went seventy three and nine that season at the end of losing to LeBron and Kyrie in the playoffs. And that's sh- I just think it's crazy. Like, you wanna beat the best players. Like you can't say that I can't give KD the nod that he's better than LeBron when he joined a team a two-time MVP to try to beat LeBron like they both had to get together to beat LeBron I get it you can't win championships on your own but Katie and Russ were already like a dynamic duo they just needed a little bit more help which they had they were up 3-1 against the Warriors so what do you mean you couldn't beat LeBron like if you guys would to get there you probably would have had the better matchup to beat them anyways like and then you didn't even play good in that game 7 so it's like, man, I just, I couldn't, I still can't believe that he went to the Warriors. I still cannot believe it. Because that championship will always have an asterisk next to it. You joined a 73 and 9 team and then went and won a championship. I can't, I can't get past the fact that you took the easy way out. You did. You joined that squad. And now I get it. You are the best player on that team, but Steph Curry is a two time MVP. And even Curry was like, why let this guy take over your team? Like you are, the, you are in the conversation right now of being better than LeBron. It was Curry and LeBron at this time. KD was always going to be KD, but people are saying, is Curry better than LeBron? It, you know, Kyber kind of knows conversations, which true enough, this is not a conversation. LeBron is the better basketball player, but Curry will go down as probably one of the greatest shooters in the league ever. So I don't know. It's just crazy. And, uh. I still be like, man, come on. Like, what if this happened? What if that happened? Whatever. What if he stayed in Oklahoma City? I think they would have got a ring. They already went to the finals once before. And I get it. You want to be somewhere warmer. You want to be where you want to be for your other endeavors in your life and stuff like that. But if you was going to go to California, you could have went to the Clippers or somewhere there. But to the Warriors, is still like, man, that's soft. The softest move ever in NBA history, I think, will go down as the softest move. That's why I like Westbrook because he's so competitive and he's just out there to play hard. You're not trying to just be like, Oh, I'm going to join this team join that. He want to go to play for in LA and everything too, but you're not going to just jump on the bandwagon of another team. He's just too competitive for that. I just, I like that competitive edge. You remind me of Jordan so much. Like, um, I miss the old days of basketball. Like, I'm glad everybody get along and stuff. We don't need people fighting and stuff like that. But the competitive edge in the NBA is not there anymore. It seems like a lot of these players are good in college, and then they get to the NBA, and they don't pan out. And I think it's the money. I think they have all these high contracts, and they get, they work to get the money. And then when they get the big contract that they want, they seem like a lot of them fall off too. So it's just a crazy league, and money is everywhere and they get a lot of great contracts There's people sitting on and they are now making 11 million a year and they averaging four points a game maybe they are good at defense or something like this but some of these guys that come off of one good season and getting 70 million dollars for four years or something like that and it's like are you crazy let me sit on the bench and uh, get a couple million a year. I do that. I can average like two two to four points a game and get uh, 30 million in three years. Hell yeah. And then it was in the news talking about LeBron would listen to the Golden State Warriors when he a free agent this year. Man, if LeBron goes to the Warriors, I'm not even going to watch the NBA for the rest of the year. That's insane. That would be so BS. It's like, I'm done. I can't even. You got to be more competitive in that. And people, I mean, I'd get LeBron left Cavs and went to Miami but that was nowhere near what Kevin Durant did in my opinion it's not the same Dwayne Wade was not the uh, MVP the Miami Heat were not a playoff team before LeBron got there they were lo- at that point losing I know Dwayne Wade won a championship before but that was a few years before LeBron got um to Miami but that's not the same it's not even the same type of situation is uh he left I get it but LeBron had done everything, even got to the um, finals, uh, conference finals with a Cavs team that he carried on his back. And he deserved to get a little bit more help. But Kevin Durant already had the help that uh, Oklahoma City Thunder team went to the finals. And they lost to LeBron in the uh, Miami Heat. So, um, yeah, it's not the same Uh but if LeBron was to go to the Warriors, I'm not watching the NBA. That's just too much. <laughs> That's just terrible. That would be so terrible for the league. I don't think he I don't think he would do that, but even the report of it coming out was just like, man, I'm done with these dudes. It's just everybody's soft and If LeBron go to the Warriors, it's a rap. It's just insane and not even a fairly I mean I get guys get a chance to go to where you want, but still be competitive about the situation. Don't just be like, go on a team that's already just like major, major stacked. Like, I like how the teams can build their, a good team. You know, that's the way it's always done. And I get it, it's a business. And teams trade people all the time and stuff like that. It's just crazy, but. Man, like, add. Like, I like how the Thunder added Paul George. See how it worked, or whatever. If it don't work, then he's gone at the end of the year. If he want to join the Lakers, who are a team that's not even there yet, but maybe if LeBron goes there, then they can have two all-stars and he can be in the same situation. But I think he's in a good situation, and him and Westbrook seem to be gelling. But if he doesn't want to be in the OKC, then he has an option to leave. But if he was to join the Warriors, too, I'd be like, dude, seriously? I mean, I I get that everybody wants to win but I think it's okay if you don't win. Like It doesn't take away the fact that Charles Barkley didn't win a ring to me. Charles Barkley was still a great basketball player. He's still one of the top players to ever play in the game of basketball, but he didn't win a ring, so people want to be like, ah, well, this and that, but I was like, yeah, but some of the players did get rings too later in their career. I'd rather... A player go without a ring or win one later in their career by moving, than to go in their prime and jump on the bandwagon of a team. I don't like that whole. I guess that's the biggest thing about Katie. You still in your prime and you go and jump on this squad to try to beat LeBron, but it doesn't keep, propel you over LeBron because look at all the help that you have. Like if LeBron was on that squad, we would I probably wouldn't even watch the season because I was like, oh, they're going. It's no doubt. And even with the Warriors, people was like, "No, there's no way." But then with LeBron being on the other side, it's like, "Oh, it's not guaranteed that they win." But I would say if LeBron was on that squad with those guys, I would we could pretty much guarantee that they would win. And with KD, it was like, you kind of knew that they would probably win but it was probably wasn't guaranteed. So that's the difference. So I was never a LeBron fan, but I do respect what LeBron brings to the game of basketball. LeBron has had a great career. No one will ever be better than Jordan to me, but LeBron has had an amazing career and I got to give him credit for that. And he's the face of the franchise for a lot of years now. Kobe had his run as one of the greats and LeBron is still that guy right now. And until he leaves or, something happens he's gonna be the man I, I would never put katie would never be the man it's gonna be the as longest as lebron is there it is lebron's league so i don't care what they they can all team up or whatever but it's still lebron will be the man it just is what it is so that's my rant on the nba <laughs> a lot of stuff uh right there the nba all-star and these players and making moves and this and that so it's a lot going on. I just want the competitiveness. That's why I like the um playoffs. It seemed like it even compared to the regular season, the play when the playoffs come, players be seen like they about it, they wanna win and stuff like that. But it's a long season, I get it, but I'm ready for the playoffs right now to see what's going to happen because I really think it's a couple teams that people want to say oh they not they don't have this they don't have that but that Thunder team when it comes playoff time the game slows down a little bit more and it's uh, they can use Melo in the post and if Paul George who looks like he has this rhythm now him and Russ look like they work good together Paul George hitting that three Russell to the basket Paul going to the basket Mello in the post Melo can uh, spot up and shoot it and catch and shoot so it'll be. interesting to see i'm just worried about their bench but uh we'll see what happens uh that's all i got for today until next time peace